Good morning, everyone. I don't know about you, but when I'm putting in work, I need a good coffee break to help me get through the rest of my daily adventure. This is Coffee Break, a bi-weekly recap episode getting into the heads of the players and their characters, discussing what they just encountered the previous week. So sit back, sip some good brew, and enjoy. Welcome to Coffee Break, everybody. Episode 8. Perfect. Episode 8. I knew that's the exact yeah, episode. Yeah, wow. Man, you can't prepare. Can you believe? <laughs> can you believe it's been eight episodes? Uh, let's see. In general, this is what I think we did this episode. We traveled from Torik to Briarly. We traded with some craftsmen on the road. Mm-hmm. We stole from some craftsmen on the road. Mm. And we did some role playing. Um, there was a little Celine Dion in there and some disguising as well. That was pretty fun. But yeah, what were your first impressions of this episode? Why did you when he said stole for some stole from some people? I didn't steal from anybody. We traded. Did you traded with them? Every I time. think trading what did has you to give be them? like consensual. Gave them two cubes, two of the cubies. Mm. I don't have the cubies anymore. Trading usually implies both parties. That is currency used on the black line. I purchased those vials, and we don't know the value of the cubes. You did steal the cubes. No, I traded for those as well. Well, considering I gave Tucker his salt and pepper shaker back. Ten cubes for a book. <laughs> Which I traded for a skull for a, a squirrel skull. So This is the way it. that Blake uh, justifies justifies the fact that he is a thief, but he wants to say he's not. He doesn't still steal for nothing. No, I trade. He always trades. Always trade. But the reality is Blake is a thief. I don't know <laughs> if that's true. Here's the thing. You guys were part of <laughs> destroying the. Uh... I disagree with you. We'll leave it at that. You, you guys, oh, you guys were here's part all of, the evidence uh, in front of me. Nah. You know, gold is no longer like a viable currency in Turek. So by giving them black cubes, I might have given them the are, only thing they can exactly, purchase. Exactly. Yeah. Thank you. What you guys did when you traded with them before was actually immoral because right. that money's not going to be worth anything the to them. And how is how is that not immoral though? Because the only reason gold is not a currency is because of us. <laughs> <laughs> well, morality, that's next episode. That's true. That's true. So. That's very true. <laughs> Stay we can, tuned. We can talk about stealing yeah. that, too. <laughs> so here's the thing. Um, so Thomas, your character, seems to be gelling a little more with the party. Uh, do you feel that way? It feels like there was some <laughs> white flagging going on here. Maybe I read oh too much gosh. into that, but how is that? How is that going? Oh, what a what a thing! How was uh, your question framed? Is your character gelling? It or seems to be gelling. He seems to be the, gelling. Do table? you agree? Let's just take both questions. <laughs> I don't yeah. think it's a bird thing. Um, I think the when Kaladin, he because the night before. Kaladin had been like, why are you even with us? And like turned away from Berg saying like, just like you're the worst. And then the next morning he had said. Just not as 16 year old girlish. He yeah. had, he had been like, hey, by the way, when you, you. stood in you're front of Fen. literally Fet- the worst. <laughs> when you stood why in front of Fen. <laughs> why don't front you leave of- already? Cool, cool, cool. That's not my answer. <laughs> I'm going um, to my room. That's not my answer. <laughs> Um, and then the rant, just the, like the next morning, just a big flip flop saying like, oh, by the way, what you did in battle, which Berg has tried to do in every battle is like, you took a lot of, you took damage when Finn went down and I appreciate that. That's valuable to us. And mm-hmm. so I think Berg was like, okay, that's, that's a weird, that's a strong shift. He doesn't, I'm not sure if he believes it 
but he is definitely still under the impression that he's staying with the group because he thinks he can he thinks they can help with uh stuff up in the Salur of Ast. Mm-hmm. Um and there's also a couple things that he got from the Oh, which warden? The potato, potato uh, one of the wardens <laughs> <laughs> who is south of him. That is who says they need the lava warden. Uh, yeah, pray, definitely not potato warden. It's like Raven or something like it's that. Canada. Prado, I, I Prado, know. Prado. I could. I, there was a text, um, <laughs> but yeah, one of the wardens reached out and said that there's some trouble and uh, it's possible that this group could help with that trouble. We'll see. They've never seen another furball. Blake might shoot her. They've seen another furball. Yeah, dude. Yeah. I don't we shoot have... all furballs. They met. They we... met Elm and. Uh... Oh we, yeah, we, yeah. We, that, uh... that one guy they almost attacked, but the DM said, "Don't attack him." As a level two character. Oh, the big ass bear that was sitting there watching us fight. Don't shoot that thing. Yeah. Okay. You didn't. Shoot we, it. we got along great after he morphed back <laughs> with Elm. Yeah, or he, sh- yeah. he taught us how to get the troll boars. And... Yeah, he wasn't a condescending prick. So, yeah, I, I don't think I'm gelling with the group <laughs> in conclusion. <laughs> so maybe, so I, what I was referring Almost to, there. it was those comments at the beginning of the episode where everyone was like, well, maybe you don't suck all the time. So I, I guess I was over-interpreting that, it sounds like. Oh, Kaladin did it not say that. And it wasn't everyone. <laughs> it <laughs> was us, Kaladin. Tell us. Flip, flop, flip, flop. I mean, I think, I think Kaladin... Uh, <laughs> Do you have any idea the toll... <laughs> Four bisectomies. What did he say? Three or four bisectomies. Oh my gosh! There it is. Great reference. Um, I don't know that Tom, uh, that Kaladin uh, has any different opinion about Berg in general. I think Berg is still distant, and he's still condescending. I think maybe some of that could be getting better, but that's up to Berg. I think Kaladin is—he's uh, a—he's—he's uh, a, a tactician. He tries to be. Uh, he's a—he thinks about what what is the most strategic move here. And I think there is value in what Berg did in battle. There is value in what Berg gave in battle, and he did put himself out there for the group and i think kaladin would appreciate that uh even if he thinks he's a prick um i think he would appreciate that as like a general uh respectable and honorable move so i think kaladin was just trying to you know call that out it's like give give the good with the bad um but and i I think to kaladin bird can be useful if he stays with the party uh but he's not going to be very useful if the whole party is ragging him the whole time. So I think Kaladin is trying to shift that a little bit. Gotcha. Don't want to run him off, exactly. I don't know that he cares about running him off, but if Burke's going to stay around, then make good use of it. That makes sense. Mm. Mm-hmm. Makes you feel so good inside, right? <laughs> yeah. All the warm feelings. Let Burke get shot rather than me get shot. Perfect. It's like, well, it is kind of useful that you like to get shot. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, value, just... you value life. That's great. <laughs> I mean, I think Cal- I, you know, I'm, I'm trying to be honest here. Like, I, th- I don't, still don't think Kaladin, the Cal- the comments Kaladin made the night before are still true. Gotcha. So, 
We shouldn't but, interpret that as like reneging on any of those. No, of, I mean, yeah. I still think there's, you know, I think Berg needs to do a better job explaining in a more coherent way to the party. Um, I think he did a little bit of that with Erdo, but none of that's been dispelled to the rest of the group. I feel like there's a proverb about this, throwing your pearls to swine. <laughs> Um, so I guess that's to be continued. I mean, personally, I hope that. I hope not. You hope not. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I don't think Kaladin will engage in much uh, negative dissension towards Berg. I mean, unless he just does something that's just worth making fun of. But um, <laughs> unlikely, though. Unlikely. Totally unlikely. Totally yeah. Unlikely. <laughs> he never does at this rate. Stuff. Yeah. Um, yeah. There's kind of a contrast there between. Uh, Berg's relationship to the party and then kind of like the cohesion that the rest of the party has and one thing that helped that I think this session was Blake's revelation about his backstory so Mm -hmm. um, do you want to shed some light on maybe how long that you had been holding on to that information and like why is this the time to open up about that? Yeah I think there's just um, I think the time came about because of the whole letting Thalonil walk and then also letting Mac walk. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it needed to be said to the group that that is really hard for Blake because um, I've done some things in previous sessions that maybe they, they didn't understand why I would do those things, like killing of Akbar, mm-hmm. Akger, whatever his name was. <laughs> um, so that's just kind of getting that out. I mean, every time we would do something, uh, it seemed like Berg would tell the person we were letting go everything we were going to do the whole like conversation with Alanil after we had him freed from onyx which blake didn't want to have happen right and then when he gets freed we're like we're gonna go here we're gonna do this we gotta take this package we're gonna go here we'll meet up over there and that was just like something that blake doesn't doesn't sit right with blake but he's never had a conversation with berg so berg wouldn't know I'm glad he added that at the end. <laughs> so, was it, how, how was I supposed to know? I'm not supposed to talk to Thalonil, <laughs> a member of the group. According no, to he's not a member of the group, according to himself, Berg walked into the group <laughs> when Thalonil really, was there. That is a really good point, right there. That's a good point. Yeah, that's a good Berg point. walked into the group and Thalonil was already there. So, no, I mean, I think, I think I didn't, I'm not saying you played it wrong. I'm telling you how Blake interpreted it. I think Thomas played it. Yeah, you played it right. Played it right. You you also annoying as shit for me (laughs) as a player. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I think both of you played it fantastically. And Mm. I just needed to let people know, like we can't keep telling people. I'm the only one in the party that has a bounty out for my head at this point, Mm -hmm. and we're telling people where we are and where we're going. Yeah, somebody that could potentially. He was working with Kaladin with an ends to a means. Kaladin didn't want to do that with him anymore. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Who's to say this guy just doesn't f- tell somebody where we're going? No, that makes total sense. Yeah. So it was for the benefit <clears throat> of the party just to understand Blake a little bit more. Right. But then also to change their behavior to say like, hey guys, can we stop telling people right, 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 all right. about ourselves? Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. For what it's worth... Uh, I don't know, obviously I don't know this and nothing has been hinted at this yet, but to be the son of the leader of a military of a system that is crumbled, I, I don't I don't know will put me in good standing with 
much anybody who creates new systems. So you being the only one with a mark out in your head, I think is probably a, um, I think there's more of us that uh, probably shouldn't, yeah, just shouldn't think, be known. Yeah, you're, you're, yeah, for sure, 100%. We actually have encountered somebody that was willing to pay to have me killed and actually hired me to do that thing. Yeah, right. you killed him, though. He's right, done. Right, He's right. gone. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I don't think that order came from him. It came from the higher-ups in Praxis. So, gotcha. And I agree, Calden probably doesn't have right standing with a lot of people right now, but we just haven't encountered that yet. So, What's interesting about, uh, just to call back on that for Blake, is that Blake's... The hit on Blake is, this is from a previous episode, but the hit on Blake is not a hit on Blake. It's a hit on the person who killed Cedric. And they do not know it's Blake. And the only person who found, who could have found that out, you killed. So the hit was not actually, they hired you because they didn't know you're the one who killed Cedric. Right, but they know Blake worked with Cedric. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know, here's something I hadn't considered is revealing that information to the party i mean now more people know that so what if anybody in the party leaves now you're gonna kill them or <laughs> yeah, that's see, a that's, tens- that's a lot no, of tension no it's right interesting there. and i think it makes sense for <laughs> i think it makes sense for uh you know me and erdo and finn i think the risk because we've you know there's a brotherhood that's been formed i think uh you know Berg's a bit of a risk at this point, probably, just from a party dynamic standpoint. Bergy Berg. Yeah, uh, I mean, I, but I, I debated whether to say that whole thing in front of Berg or not in front of Berg, but I, he's the one that keeps telling everybody everything, so yeah, he sure. needed to hear so it. at that point, yeah. So, And I don't think Berg... And it's more of like a... I think he, Blake had that same issue with Arugula. It was like, for Blake's safety, you just can't steal from anything that walks mm-hmm. by you because mm-hmm. it's going to get us in trouble. Mm-hmm. And the same thing's happening with Berg. It's just a different version of that. It's now I'm telling everybody everything we're doing. Gotcha. We got to stop doing that. It's the moral arugula. Right. Arugula with a compass. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And uh, how did you feel like that that was received by the party? Was there anything that you were particularly hoping for or, yeah? No, I think it went, I think it went, they received it well. Um, arugula or Berg said he was not going to say anything anymore. So, I mean, that was like the ends to the conversation i also just need them to know that killing is not difficult for blake so and he needs to silence people so when he gets into a room with two guards and wants to cut their head off mm-hmm. it's going to happen so don't try to stop it just you know, mm, well. look away if it's maybe also there's things that the party can do to keep you from getting in that situation yeah for sure so if y'all don't like it don't put us there Mm -hmm. kind of it yeah Mm -hmm. yeah thomas to your credit there was this one comment that once again perhaps i'm over uh excited for him to gel with the party but uh he like sort of related to blake in in this one way he said so about the one shot one kill thing right mm-hmm. he's like okay well if you are going to kill somebody then like one shot is like yeah, the most humane way good. to do it and mm-hmm. you know it's not like he was condoning it but he was saying actually i agree with you in this one thing right and i was like that one rule beautiful there's <laughs> two rules that are great the other two rules suck yeah but we can work yeah. on that yeah <laughs> there was some common ground like a one tiny piece of common ground he ignored the, the four rules that he lived by from the evil dude who 
he saw, sees as his father, there was like the one that he didn't agree with. And uh-huh. he did not bring that up what's at all because he was like, that's that's he's starting to realize that anything you disagree with, the, it causes a lot of conflict. And he's just like, all right, I don't need to have this conversation. Yeah, maybe he's starting to change his tactic a little bit. He's just trying he's to starting find... to get a little emotional intelligence with the with the group. And wow. the... Growth. You know what Growth. that is? It's like character Growth. development. <laughs> what the heck was that? <laughs> there was an unseeable hand motion that happened when he said that. Growth. I think it's going to show insecure. Release. Yeah. Yeah. I think the hard part is that, right. that ever since Berg has joined the group, he's pretty much the exact opposite character of Blake. So there's always going to be that tension. Okay. Maybe we don't want that tension to go away, or or do we want it to go away? I think we want the tension I think to, we go want away. to go away. Okay. I mean, I think ultimately the the desire would be that uh, if Berg's around, Berg's going to be family at some point. He's going to be a part of the group. I mean, that's I think that's the. I don't know that there's been enough that's happened to make that part true, but it's. I think it's moving in that direction, and I think it'll keep getting better. What's Finn think about Berg? Really, anything? I just want to hear your voice and. Point eight seven. That's on Derek's code. Um, <laughs> what? Finn. Finn. Uh, yeah, I mean, I think uh, Finn understands when when Derek spoke and, and kind of gave his code, and I shed some more light and and made reason to a lot of the decisions that he's made in the past. And I mean, man, that's all I can say right now. Boom. Roasted. (laughs) (laughs) So what I'm hearing you say is that um, Berg is not necessarily getting on Finn's nerves in like particularly only with regard to the fact that Finn's part of this party. And yeah, I I think, I think there was times in the beginning where he, he was frustrated with the lack of, I guess like fighting, but it, it seems like he's more involved definitely now with, the battles especially since he's always like he's always helped out finn as far as like finn's gone down a lot and been brought back up either by him um and uh i think more in the beginning we also had uh um then uh that guy Thanos, yeah in the group <laughs> and i think he was less at times wouldn't be there or something like that and i think his his focus was on him more so than berg um, but he notices that Berg, you know, you know, the, the group will talk about, Hey, we should, uh, talk feelings. And so he notices that Berg's, you know, first inclination in the beginning was always to, you know, not want to, uh, necessarily have a fight and maybe draw something up. But I, I think that he's more involved now with the group whenever we get into to battle. So gotcha. Mm-hmm. satisfied with the <coughs> participation um one follow-up question before th- uh, the last question in this conversation um now that you finn are trying to be more secretive as we're approaching quilra are you concerned at all about somebody who might just divulge a bunch of information about who you are has that sort of um yeah i mean processed with your character mm-hmm. I think that 
you'll see as we're we're getting closer to Quilroth, you know, me informing the group that uh, you know, I, I do wanna be more secretive and I, I don't really want it to be known that I'm, you know, gonna be in Quilroth. And so uh, definitely making that aware to the group so <coughs> that doesn't get put out there. Gotcha. I'm curious to see what would happen with Finn if somehow that slipped. Easy, bro. <laughs> Quilroth is sister city, right? Mm-hmm. Just saying. I mean, I think Kaladin resonates with that, with you. Mm. Like going into the city. Mm. I don't think Kaladin wants to be known in any sister city right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's a, mm. it's going to be an interesting dynamic. Like our group yeah. is going to have to like, I'm going to need you to do some of that crappy disguises on me. (laughs) (laughs) Those disguises are great, by the way. I love how you had an inspiration for each disguise. (laughs) That was great. (laughs) I mean, if we get found out about, we can can just silence some people. (laughs) I'm I'm gay. Yeah, Yeah, Blake will display some people. I mean, depending on who it is going into Quillroth, I think Kaladin might actually... uh, (laughs) I don't know. We'll see. We might join in the fun here. What coffee is this? This is the adventure roast, guys. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. This is really good. Pretty tasty. I like it. Nice. This episode is brought to you by Adventure Roast. What's it called? Adventure. I would like some coffee. Adventure Roast. That's what I was coffee. asking. Which uh, blend is it? I was trying to give you the eyes, roast. but you were talking uh, in the middle of the interview. Uh, I thought medium you were roast? saying get closer. Medium. I was like, oh, medium. I'm already. Medium medium roast. Right <laughs> no, I was like, yeah. you want some coffee? Was it called anything? Yeah, it was called something specific. Adventurers Coffee Company, and then—is there a medium roast have a name? Yes. Yes. I sent a picture somewhere. This is a new coffee company. I don't know about them. You could also go. To They're out of Alabama, Birmingham. Nice. We're not getting paid to say this either, so this yeah, we're literally we're just, just that in... nice. Almost. <clears throat> Wait, we are getting Actually, paid to oh, say this. Sorry, Do you guys still not have Birmingham, some... Calera, Alabama. Oh, I don't know where that is. Okay. You just have an affinity for Birmingham. Indeed. I like Birmingham. I do like Birmingham. Birmingham's a great city. Byron. You like the people in Birmingham. I'm more for of a, sure. I'm more sure. of a turkey guy. <laughs> I disagree. Myself. I don't know why, but I, just I, don't, I, I don't disagree. With that. I disagree with. Have you, you ever been there, Derek? No, mm-hmm. never been to Birmingham. I, dis- <laughs> I disagree with Thomas liking Birmingham. I just don't think that's. <laughs> I don't think that's true. Good, 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 good. Can I just say side note? Thomas is DMing for us all weekend. And I'm. Is that really happening? It's really yeah. happening. That's wow. really. Happening. I mean, unless the first session is so bad that which can't you know, possible. Don't kill the rest us. Of the weekend. I am going to have one session prepped just in case. Okay. I bought nice. the but yawning I'm just, portal. I'm super curious to see best what part the about Thomas, for Thomas DMing is that Thomas is not at the table. With him. So <laughs> wow. The table. He is at the table, <laughs> but he's, he's not God a figure. player. This could be worse. <laughs> <laughs> Creating he's characters every player that we're not. That's fine. That he what? That hate creating cur- characters that hate turtles. <laughs> I'm used to not being liked by NPCs. It's great. Yeah, wow. Maybe this will just be a growth experience for everybody this weekend. Yeah. So what's the next question? <laughs> uh, the next question is about <clears throat> contacting the ultimatum. No, sorry, the ultimum. The ultimatum. <laughs> contacting the ultimatum. Yes, you know, I have an ultimatum. That. Yeah. There what was a moment. <laughs> How did that go? And also, what were you hoping for? I take my jacket off for this. I think um, anything more than he gave us would be great. Up. I'm sure. gonna jacket off for this. 
I think it answered some questions. Obviously, we didn't get what we wanted out of him. But Calvin knows he's alive, which is good. Um, which means he's probably still up north. Um, is that all we know? I think that I have to go back and listen to it. I, he didn't I acknowledge Relia. He didn't. He said he wasn't going to tell anything to somebody, an Aramistian. Mm-hmm. That's true. Yeah. But we don't know any of that. We only know what Erdo relayed back to us was wasn't wasn't Correct. much. Yeah. Yeah. I wish he was here to so I could ask him what went into that decision of what to say. But another time. You want me to call him? Yeah. Well, can we phone a friend? <laughs> can we right phone now? a friend? <laughs> Let's see. Um. I thought it was cool, though. It was a cool moment. Mm-hmm. And it was, um, if you contrast that moment to the moment at the very beginning. Oh, he's really calling him right now. <laughs> but then he's going to relay to us what Erdo said. Yeah, so it's going to be telephone is, again. Yes, yeah. I mean, you know he's up, so. <laughs> um, Go ahead. If you remember back when he first tried to, uh, like, reach Thalonil. Uh-huh. Kaladin didn't really trust Erdo's mm, ability to do it and yeah. tried to word it perfectly yeah. to get to the 25. Mm-hmm. And he totally messed it up. Mm. Like, And Kaladin was like super defeated about that. Yeah. This time, I just think as the relationship with Erdo has grown, as like family has grown, I think there's a greater sense of trust. And Kaladin's growing looser mm-hmm. in, in a lot of ways, trying to relinquish mm. some of that control. Gotcha. And so for him, he was just like, this is the heart of what I want to say, however you see fit. And there was, it was like, or something more, like that. Or something like that. <laughs> but don't say something like that. <laughs> An important note. <laughs> there, I mean, there's, there's a releasing control and uh, maintaining wisdom. <laughs> there you go. I noticed when you were doing it. Like, at first, you had that heart. Like, I'm just going to trust Erdo. And then as the messages kept going on, what you were saying got dialed in even more and more focused. You're right. You're right. It started with that great intention. And then you're like... By that last one, it was like, say this, this, and this. Repeat back to me what you're going to say. What did you hear me say? Okay, we're good. Or something like that. But don't say something like that. That's good, though. He's, oh, he's, he's trying. He's practicing letting go a little bit. Well, it's funny, though. Once the first message happened, the first message takes no It takes no strategy. It's like, just what do you want to communicate? And then the next message is like, oh, okay. There's a response, and mm. we could give a response. Well, what do you respond to? What do you not respond to? What do you, you know, then the questions are like, okay, how do you actually do this? But I thought Erdo did a great job on that. Um and I thought he did a good job, um, and I think he has done this differentiating between Kaladin and his feelings about Westlandian, mm. Westlandians for the most part. Uh, so that's good. Yeah, there's an element of trust there too to be like, hey, kind of know the beef between our people, mm-hmm. and I'm asking you to do something really delicate. So, mm-hmm. yeah. How long had it been since Kaladin had talked to his father? Since his- right before the first episode. Okay. Like a couple days before the first two episode. Months. Like two months, yeah. So it's been a while. Okay. And um, final question. Uh, the final you... question. Yes. Thank you. Is 
is don't this? like that at all. <laughs> <laughs> so, can we talk about wood for a sec? Wooden horses, I meant. Um, so, if it's not significant and you're not going to bring it up later, what's the significance of the wooden horse? Um, you'll have to find out okay. another okay. time. I wondered if Boo. maybe that was something that would that would come up. But <laughs> Some people know not to just release their whole backstory. Oh my god, I'm so unused to that. But if you give it to me right now, I'm just going to read the whole thing. <laughs> I'm like the sound of ice cracking on a water lake. That is my name. That is my name. <laughs> uh, some serious shade going on over here. All right, well, you how got are we it. friends? I don't, <laughs> I don't understand how we're friends. This is a miracle. This From the outside looking in, it would seem a wonder. Wait, that was your last question. Can I ask a question? You can. I want to get into the the uh, robbing, or excuse me, trading uh, with the caravan. How yeah. how was that scene? Was that? That was fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was nervous. I was going to slit that lady's throat for a moment there. I didn't know how Finn was going to take it. But oh, I was so nervous you were going to do that. I was like, oh man, please don't kill anybody. This is not. This should be just like. A, I'm so glad you did. We're going for the goods. I mean, I don't think anybody would have known if I did. I wasn't going to plan on telling you guys that I did that. Maybe yeah, when they I, came I, back and I would have, I would have seen that. No. Yeah. What do you mean? <laughs> we're right there. You were by the cart. I snuck in to grab the key. You were over by the cart. She was so he, would, he wouldn't hear he wouldn't hear someone go. Yeah, the Gregory dude. I wouldn't hear you throw up from the blood. Yeah, you probably would have heard that. You probably would have heard that. Blake, why did you puke on her? I don't know, dude. Yes, I just, yes, my oh stomach's my a little queasy. I don't know. Wait, it only gets queasy when he sees blood. <laughs> yeah, no, it was fun. It was a good time. I, 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 liked, I liked getting away and doing that and sneaking yeah, and scene. the anticipation of maybe them waking up and. That was a good scene. All that stuff, yeah. It was, it was a good time. I liked, I liked Kaladin playing a, a small potion. part in that. Yeah. That's what I was kind of most bummed about, but it's okay. What, what were you bummed about? We didn't get the greater healing potion. Hmm. But I rolled a low history check, so. If only there was someone you could ask to make you a greater healing potion. They don't talk to that guy in our party, though, so it's fine. <laughs> It only takes it only takes like sixteen hours for a greater healing no, that's potion. No, that's a lesser healing potion. <laughs> <laughs> greater is going to take a while. Dude, I can I can send you away for two days and not have to deal with. Bur- okay, and you get a healing. Yeah, yeah. And, and I get, get a healing, healing potion every day. <laughs> Notes. Berg is Ask off Berg for four days. For <laughs> hey Tom, you got shut up this morning. We're going to role play the whole time you're making that greater healing potion. You know those movies or those scenes in movies though where they're like trying to like do a heist or like pickpocket or something like that and the scene is very slow and like the camera angles are very tight on the like uh-huh. the hand movement and uh-huh. you're kind of like waiting with bated breath through uh-huh. the whole scene and you're like oh this could go really bad like yep. that's i was trying to no i thought you did a fantastic kind of job that's what i wanted in that no scene. no you you did a great job with that i thought that even the zipper like when you're talking about the zippers mm-hmm. and all, all of your noises and all that i just thought D- DMs DMs should listen and learn. Uh, oh, thanks. I, I thought it was a fantastic, and I I was just sitting in my seat, listening to it, and I just thought it was a really cool story to listen to, um, as it was being. I was, people and were shocked I when nervous. I didn't steal the gold, though. I was when you presented the gold, and I was like, I just grabbed the key. I was surprised. Yeah, I mean for, that means that for Blake, there's some sort of line. And, you know, what is that line? Why mm-hmm. is it, you know, why would you Not steal lies. 
the merchandise, but not the currency. The irony is, though, it, it, the you're stealing the currency. He's still stealing gold. He's just stealing gold nah. that hasn't been recognized as revenue yet. Like he's he's stealing merchandise that could be sold. So that is there is an interesting like there's a line, but it's kind of a fake line. No, I paid for it. I gave him the cubies. They could trade that. And the GoPro mm-hmm. camera angles were tight. In yep, yep. Mm-hmm. 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 Totally. Purchased it. Mm-hmm. I left two coins. And Finn left some money, too. Oh, that's good. Yeah. Yeah, we did pay. Yeah, that seems reasonable. I mean, I don't know that what the value Two was. gold yeah. and two cubes. <laughs> it's like the difference between 250 gold and two gold. So you you still owe 248 gold. It's like so when you go shopping. That's for one of those. That's for the greater healing potion. I don't know what all the other ones cost. It's like when you go shopping and you get it it's for such a good deal, you say it's a steal. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah exactly. for sure. Mm. Yeah. yeah, we just went shopping after hours. <laughs> yep, yep. Got a steal. It was a steal. <laughs> Black Friday. There you Thank go. You. In honor of. Well, everybody, stay tuned for much more on party dynamics, wooden horses, and shopping sprees. This has been Coffee Break. This episode is brought to you by Eldenfeld Travelers Insurance. With so much uncertainty about the road ahead and who might steal your stuff and what monsters might eat your caravan. Sign up for our lifetime policy today.